say come. Come and drink the fountain of righteousness. Come and drink the many fountains of wisdom. brethren it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood won't you be Jesus's friend <laughs> won't you love your neighbor won't you come to the fountain of righteousness and sanctify your spirit, your soul, your mind, and your flesh from unrighteousness and from ungodliness and from sin of all the fallen angels and their influence in the world. I can see the fountain of Israel. I can see the fountain of righteousness, the fountain of the garden of God. <laughs> Thank you for your brightness, Father. I just pray for everyone to be washed at the sound of my voice, head to toes, from everything that's in the world. All of it. The lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life, and especially the areas you think you're already pure and spotless and holy and a perfect bride. Those are the areas we want to burn up today. It's true. That's where we need it the most. The areas where you think you're good. The areas where you think you're obedient. The areas where you think you're joyful and have fruit of the Spirit. Those are the areas we want to burn up. For God and zero self. Now, I've been doing this thing a long time, y'all. The most deceiving thing I've ever seen in my life is when a person stops sinning and starts being good in areas of their soul. It's the most deceiving thing of all time. It's called Luciferian antimony. That's what you deal with in false maturity. That's what you deal with in false fruit, false holiness, false purity. Constantly. And that's why they weep and gnash their teeth at correction, because it's not actually Jesus. Otherwise, the Lamb would be slain. It's just Satan in you in antimony. The charismatic church is full of Luciferian antimony. Antimony is false purity. It's the makeup of the fallen angels that pretend to be angels of light, but yet still deceive. That's what you deal with. That's what's wrong with religion. It's as diabolical and rebellious as rebellion gets. Guys, I watch every day in this charismatic church people kind to witchcraft, people gentle and nice to sorcery. Now the Bible says you perish and die for lack of knowledge. 
Ignorance is not an excuse in the new covenant. You can't say grace abounds because you're ignorant. It doesn't. Condemnation abounds around ignorance. That's why you have to be around prophetic teaching to remove the ignorance. There's no grace for ignorance. People say there's grace for ignorance. I have watched demons fester and live inside ignorance. I didn't know. I didn't know. That is not true. That's not true. Not knowing is not an excuse you can present to Jesus and the Father when you're judged. I didn't know. Nobody says that. What that is, is Satan in you. It's not a matter of not knowing or not understanding. It's a matter of the devil inside the soul. (laughs) The reason why people can sit under the prophets and still be fruitless or have little fruit or have very slow fruit or very slow angelic development of the angel of the Lord's nature that you're born again of when you're born again. The reason why it's so slow to be developed is because of seven black stars or white stars in the seven interior castles. Okay? Now, not my opinion. The Apostle Paul said to Timothy, you are dealing, Timothy, 1 Timothy, not with just human ignorance. It's not in there. You're not just dealing with human ignorance. You're dealing with evil in their souls 100% of the time. And until you acknowledge that the soul in the seven interior castles are filled with black and white stars of the checkered bard of Lucifer and the false checkered turban of the high priest, if you read the Bible, his turban is checkered. Aaron's turban was checkered. It's a false headship inside the soul of most Christians right now. The false prophet is the majority of what you deal with in the soul. And people get so nervous about this stuff. I have people message me all the time and and just with a, a very insidious tone, a very sharp, poisonous tone. They don't come in humility most of the time. They come and they say, are you the only one that's right? Are you the only apostle in the whole world, Brandon? This is what they, they say to me, guys. This is what Satan every day says. Are you? Th- Listen, guys. Every prophet that has spoken from God is in total agreement about this generation being the bride of Christ and the bride of Satan both. A righteous generation, simultaneous and apostate generation. I've been listening to all the true prophets of the whole world for the last hundred years, even going before that. I understand where we're at. God had me listen to this woman who was a prophetess in the 70s, a recording from 1977, and I tell you the truth, verbatim entire paragraphs, entire 15-minute segments, word for word, same words from Joel's bar. And I posted it in the Red Letter Ministries Facebook group from 1977. Word for word, for 15 minutes, exact same prophetics. And I was astonished, you know, because everyone's always in disagreement with me. I'm always the bad guy. And the the ones I'm discipling usually don't even say anything. They just kind of receive it. You know, I'm just really trying the best I can, Brandon. Just, I don't want to be condemned. I want to be obedient. Listen, man, it's not about any of that. It's about the judgment of the prophetic word 
and you getting totally burnt up from your humanity so there's nothing else in you except the word of God that is the judge. The white throne judgment seat of Christ is the word of God mixed with all the testimony of Jesus and the prophetic anointing. Come on now. Come on now. Truth anyhow. The living word of God Hallelujah. Shandri Bukudra Kriasi. Rikanduria Rukbukurusu. Rekari Harutur Basi Kari Dirimanta. The living word of God is the judgment today. It ain't a new word. It ain't a new gospel. You know what? It's the same exact word that was made flesh and dwelt among us. But this Laodicean spirit, this spirit of Babylon. The spirit of the false prophet, the spirit of the red dragon, and the spirit of the beast have deceived, the Bible tells you, all Christian nations. Now that book is for who? The priests and kings of earth. It's addressed, Revelation 1, to the priests and to the kings of earth. And we're like, yep, that's me. Born again, king's kid, divine royalty through and through. Yes born again. Now, if you grow in that, in righteousness at the expense of your human nature, male, female, Hebrew, Greek, all that junk in you that you identify with, which is Satan's kingdom, if that gets burnt out of you, you become a king and a priest, not just in chapter 1, but in chapter 20 and 21. Come on now. And then you say the spirit and the bride say, comes and drink the fountain of righteousness instead of whatever filth comes out of the mouth of the red dragon spewing human words. Now, we all think it had to be the shit, fuck, ass, bitch must have been the mouth of the red dragon. That's what everyone thinks in ignorance and sin, but it's actually human Christianity. The same ones that judge the prophets, murder the prophets, disobey the prophets, never do anything right, and then self-justify. These same ones are the ones judging the glorious freedom of the sons of God that are demonstrating true righteousness that's not bound to the do's and don'ts of the white and black stars in the seven interior castles of the bride of Satan. Bride of Christ, bride of Satan. Who goes down into the sea? Who is destroyed in the sea? Who laments at their destruction in the sea? Greedy businessmen, those who have gotten rich off of Christian sorcery, which is all Babylon the Great. That's what all checkerboard, false checkerboard, antimony, seven stars of Satan's kingdom is all about. It's all about using the covenant people to rule the world. Egyptian slavery and sorcery. How many of y'all know there's no pyramids, there's no superpower of Egypt, unless the covenant people for 400 years are your slaves. Right? It's exactly what the Bible says. If you got demons in your ears, just loose them out of your ears. You got demons in your souls, just burn them out. The word of God is to burn them out. Don't harden your heart, soften your heart, and burn the white and black and red stars of Satan out of your souls. Amen. And it'll come out of your senses as well. What? Seven mountains will be burned out of you. Mary Magdalene, in whom Jesus Christ drove out seven stars. Hello? That's what the Bible says. 
those angels are called stars, Mary Magdalene, in whom Jesus Christ drove out seven angels. Right? It's exactly what it says. Demons, which are fallen angels. And the Bible teaches the seven stars of the fallen angels are those seven demons that came out of Mary's soul. Now, this is Mary company only if the seven stars of Satan are driven out of the seven interior castles of your souls. What we deal with is a people that are in the white stars of antimony in their interior castles and they're like, that doesn't apply to me. That's to the rebellious people Brandon's talking to. That's to the crackhead. That's to the alcoholic. That's to the, the sinners out there that are obviously wicked. The most wicked thing is those white stars of antimony, of Lucifer's throne in your souls right now in this room. And the color of the seven stars of God the Father's soul is in the word to possess your soul with righteousness, which is the color spectrum of God the Father's mind. And it will drive them out if you love the Father and not your own soul. The Bible says, then you overcome the devil. They love not their souls unto death, which means they allowed God's soul into their souls. The problem is this stiff-necked, rebellious, adulterous generation of abomination hypocrites of charismatic sorcery will not allow the white stars of Janes and Jambres driven out of their demon-possessed souls. That's why it's almost impossible to get obedience out of anyone. Out of anyone. Truth in you, you know how bad it is, guys. It's like a confessional booth every day amongst our 70 leaders. Not just today, every day. And if you think it's individual, it's not. The condition of humanity has always been filthy rags. That's what the Bible says. You trying to improve your condition is only growing in the stars that fell from heaven. The cross grows in you, and Jesus Christ, the only risen one, possesses your souls, so all of us look at Christ, the same Christ, crucified to death. Where? Inside your souls. The soul is the place of the skull. The skull connects right into the heart, into the blood of the heart, and out of the heart the skull and the mouth speak. So if the skull is not connected to the color of God the Father's soul, seven torches burning, it's connected to seven stars that fell from heaven. That's why none of you know how to talk yet. It's not that you're young in Christ. It's that you're completely evil and full of Satan. Truth in you. Does that condemn me? It condemns the seven stars that fell from heaven in everyone. Listen, we want this stuff condemned in us. What do you think deliverance is? What do you think salvation is? Salvation is damnation to your former state, and behold, all things are made new. Salvation means something died and was extracted from you by the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, and the part of you where God dwells now exists, translated out of darkness into His glory light. Hallelujah. Wow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Amen, anyhow. There is a circumcision to Satan's mountains in the soul of the remnant that tolerates righteousness. Not walking in righteousness. That's not where the charismatic church is at. We love the charismatic church. People misunderstand maturity constantly. That's why you don't walk in it, because you don't understand it, know it, any of it, because it is through judgment and termination of the old nature of your humanity in your spirit, soul, mind, and strength that you're transformed into Christ in you. I labor amongst you tirelessly until Jesus Christ be fully formed within you. Apostle Paul says in the Bible, which means if there's anything else, you're just always looking at yourself. You can't stop thinking about yourself. You're comparing your self maturity to Jesus's maturity. No wonder why you're depressed. That's wickedness. You can't compare your soul to the soul of God. You're bewitched by Satan. You need to terminate your soul. It's called picking up your cross and following him. If you don't have the cross annihilating your mind and your conscience, you're only going to be stuck in the realm of the dead, trying to make the dead part of you like the risen Lord Jesus. Now, those people are the most frustrated, lost people in the face of the earth. They're called bewitched Christians, and that's half of you listening right now totally bewitched, totally lost, trying to fix the old man instead of allowing Jesus, the risen man, to become the Lord in the interior castle. So the Bible says you always resist the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? It means that you're always trying to be good in your own soul. You're always trying to be a better witch. You're always trying to be a better sorcerer of religion. You have not yet found Christ or salvation or the fountain or God in you to change you into his image because you're not Christian, you're bewitched and pagan. Okay, if you're bewitched, you're practicing paganism. Galatians 3 calls it paganism. You're pagan. Jesus said the same thing. When you're lost, you practice paganism because you're just babbling in Babylon. When you're found, you only speak the living word because your inner man's regenerated by faith in the word of God. So that you're not focused on any dead letter, any religious word, any focus on self-performance or all that witchcraft of the soul of just being good witches, which is what needs to die in this audience tonight. And you let Jesus live inside you as you die to Satan and your animal forms of good witchcraft. See, the fallen angels want you to be good animals, but to be a good animal practicing Christianity in the flesh is an abomination. It's an abomination. In fact, it don't go to heaven. That don't go to heaven. That's witchcraft and sorcery. God suffers not a witch to even live. And we wonder why we have frequent illnesses. We wonder why there's problems in our life because you practice gross witchcraft. It's an abomination and you are currently stoned to death by the word of God. Truth in you. God's obedient word always punishes witchcraft. Satan tricks you 
and you take the bait so you are 100% guilty, you have no excuse before God of practicing soulish goodness, self-goodness, self-righteousness. This is the enemy and the arch nemesis of Jesus Christ and Him crucified. This is becoming the enemy of the cross. This is how you go apostate. What half of you are walking in right now. You're already apostate. Now it's just repent, go to the cross, and get slain and become real Christians, most of you, for the very first time. Not a gradual slain of witchcraft. Stop practicing witchcraft. It's not a gradual progression against your witchcraft. It's immediately ending and terminating it today. Satan says, oh, it's just a gradual less and less witchcraft. That's not true. The devil's a liar. He's been a liar from the beginning. He's murdering you by telling you that externally you're getting better and better. It's carried on a stick. It's deception. It's witchcraft. You won't get better. You'll never make it. Jesus already made it. It's not about you making it. It's about you dying with him on the cross and he already made it. The Bible says he must increase. We must decrease. Half of us are trying to be good ones. You're trying to grow in witchcraft. You're trying to use the apostolic and prophetic knowledge to apply to your soul to be better magicians of the magic arts of Jannes and Jambres. You're practicing the white stars and the black stars that fell from heaven. You are not even in the kingdom. Yeah, truth anyhow. Now the kingdom has a door and the gate of the kingdom door is Jesus crucified to death, which terminates witchcraft upon entry. Amen. Instead of wandering around trying to be good in the fallen stars, which is what's wrong with all of you, you simply go like sheep to the slaughter, right? Jesus Christ said, I send you like sheep to be slaughtered. Your false pagan Christianity is self-preservation. Jesus saves me from the slaughter. You're a witch. Straight up witch. You're not a Christian. You're a witch. A witch is always self-preserving. A witch is always self-promoting. A witch no longer needs the cross. A witch is an enemy of the cross. Real Christianity, nobody lives. Everybody dies with Christ and Christ lives through them in unity. Not duality, not you and Jesus separately, like the pagans, that's paganism, that's not Christianity. Duality is paganism, double-minded, unstable in all your ways. It's forbidden and condemned. That's the evidence that you're serving the fallen angels. Okay? It's not like, oh, I progressively serve the fallen angels less. The sheep gate terminates them when you enter the gate into the kingdom. You can't even go through that gate and have duality. Truth anyhow, you can't go through that gate and be double-minded. You're still outside the gate of the cross. You are still yet uncrucified with the Lamb. The bride of the Lamb has one characteristic. She's married to the Lamb of the cross of His blood. She has become a feaster of His crucifixion in her entire soul. 
Now, annihilation is elementary Christianity that's unknown in this apostate charismatic church. Annihilation. That's what Jian Guyan called the elementary stages after you go through the gate of the kingdom. The gate of the kingdom is an entry point. Jesus Christ spoke about his cross as a sheep gate to the Father. I am the door to God the Father, Jesus Christ said in the Bible. Nobody can get to God except through this door, which he said was his flesh and his blood. Most of you are cultural Christians because you went to church and you just practice an external form. You might as well be Muslims. You might as well be Buddhists. That's how worthless all your Christianity is. You grew up Christian. You might as well grew up pagan. You might as well grew up in the Playboy Mansion. It's equally as worthless. You might as well have grown up a hedonist. It's all external witchcraft. Real Christianity is the entry point of the cross where your self-life is terminated and you no longer can think about yourself. This reveals you have not, in fact, entered the kingdom. When you enter the kingdom, obedience is a joy and a delight and a lifestyle. And you can't say, oh, well, I have half my body in the kingdom, but this other half I'm not in the kingdom. I don't bring that in the kingdom. You are completely outside of the kingdom. Okay? You're out of the kingdom. The truth is, you have to be terminated with him daily, constantly, and count the outer man, the outer woman, as not even your real person. Now, only the Word of God can do this, which is the miracle of the regeneration of the Spirit, to live in the kingdom through the entry of the cross that comes by the preaching of the eternal gospel. The eternal gospel opens a door, okay? It's a gate, and you decide if you go into the Word by the termination of all the other words that you have in your soul, which is in your world. The problem is, a lot of you think healing, healing your world, that's cool, that's cool, I got it. A lot of you think that healing your world is what the gospel is here to do. Like the gospel is going to come into my world and glorify my world. That's Luciferianism. Truth. The gospel is not going to come into your world which is your soul, your consciousness, your thoughts, your will, the ability to move your hands, the ability to move your feet, the ability to walk, take the bus, drive the car, drive the truck, go to work, clean the house, take care of kids, do chores. You think that your conscious world is going to get blessed by the gospel coming into your world. That is not Christianity. Guys, that's paganism. That's paganism. The issue is you have to learn to bring your world through the sheep gate to be entry-level Christians of the kingdom of heaven. Most of your conversions were fake and false. That's why 10, 5, 15 years later, it's still just trying to fix up my soul. Just trying to add Christianity to my soul. Total en masse bewitchment. It's not about fixing your world. 
You'll be selfish in your world. Christianity will become selfishness, which is the antimony of the Luciferian kingdom of the seven stars that fell from heaven. It's putting those seven stars in the soul that tempts you in false Christianity every day from false teachers everywhere. America is filled with the false prophetic. It's filled with the false apostolic. It's filled with false pastors, false teachers, false evangelism, false converts everywhere. Satan has filled America with the most deceptive false kingdom of the seven stars that it will take you the wisdom of the book of Enoch to even understand what you're getting tempted with here. You're getting tempted by the fallen angels night and day, every single one of you, every single person on earth, to put white and black and red stars inside the seven interior castles and practice Christianity. They want you to practice Christianity through their stars. Remember where the Satanists went? Paul's epistles? Where did the Antichrist come from? What did the Antichrist look like? And what was the Antichrist doing that the apostles talk about constantly in the epistles? They came in the appearance as Christians and they preached and taught a different gospel to fill the soul with religion. That's what happened en masse in Babylon the Great. Now even the prophets are totally corrupted. Even the apostles are totally corrupted. The Bible says this, not my opinion. The Bible says Babylon the Great deceived, corrupted, and filled all nations, which is all flesh. So it's unavoidable if you've been born of flesh, if you breathe air, you're completely pickled in the stuff from birth. It's not something where, oh, it's much less than me because I've been around Joel's bar. If you're daily not dying with the seven stars of color, with the seven spirits of God of the Lamb that was slain of Revelation 5-6, I saw a lamb that was slain. So we look at the slain lamb and he's releasing through his crucifixion seven horns, seven eyes, and the Bible says, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all of the earth. That is the color of God the Father's glory. That is the crucifixion of the Word of God and the preaching of the cross of the crucified Lamb of God. And the bride of that Word that has the color in it that's not black and white in the soul. See, well, that's what you do with That's when you know a person is filled with witchcraft. When they're filled with sorcery, it's always good and bad do's and don'ts, isn't it? Yes, it is. Religion, not God. Satan. Satan is a religious demon in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Every time the chief devil of the kingdom of hell came to Messiah Jesus Christ, 100% of the time he tempted him with religious activity and scripture. Not one exception in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Every time Satan of all the fallen angels came to Jesus, it was a temptation of black and white and red, magic of Balaam, magic of Janes, man magic of Jambres, inside the Israelite souls. Now Jesus wasn't having it. 
Jesus had the seven spirits of God. If you read about the revelation of Jesus Christ, it is the revealing, the unveiling, the apocalypse of Jesus, which means what he had inside his temple the whole time he walked the earth. The last book in the Bible, Revelation, is a revealing of what was inside Jesus Christ of Nazareth's body, the temple of the Father, his whole life. The revelation, the revealing of what he had going on in his plumbing. What his soul was like. What does his soul look like? Seven torches burning. What did his mind look like? Seven horns slain. What did his eyes look like? Seven eyes burning. Seven eyes slain. This is what the Bible says. This is what you need as normal Christians daily to participate in regular, old-fashioned Christianity. Hallelujah. Amen. Not advanced stuff. Cross stuff. Cross stuff is the tree of life stuff. And when the tree of life works, guess what, guys? It gets so simple in the soul. You have a simple soul full of simple Jesus. And the only thing in there would be color. If you're crucified in your soul and not a selfish pagan hypocrite, all that's in your soul is color. The thing is, you got to get on the threshing floor, get your sins forgiven, go through the sheep gate, be slaughtered by the prophetic commandment on the mountain, let the animal touch the mountain and be stoned to death. Right? Hebrews 12, it is written, if even an animal, the beast, the brain, the hand, the flesh, the soul, false Christians touch the mountain, they are to be stoned to death. Amen. What does it mean? Punishing the animal, the beast thrown into the lake of fire. Now, if your whole consciousness is wrapped up in the part of you that God wants to strip from you, you'll never let go and you'll just be tortured your whole lives. You have to loose yourself from the part of you that you think is you. You have an identity problem. You're allowing the enemy to rob your birthright and steal your birthright because your consciousness is interwoven in a part of you that God wants to cut off you. That's how it works. The reason why you wrestle against so many Christians when you begin preaching the cross every day and discipling every day and doing the works of the Father every day and punishing sin and ungodliness and unrighteousness every day, when you begin to do that, people have their personality interwoven with Luciferian light, with Luciferian rebellion, Luciferian Christianity, Luciferian personalities. The devil has tricked you, Christians, to be interwoven with a kingdom that is no kingdom at all. Seven mountains, we command them to be cast into the sea. If you have faith like a mustard seed, that means born again of spirit. You can say to the seven mountains in your soul, be cast into the dead sea and they'll be cast from thee. Loose! Cast them out! Get them out! Uriel! Michael! Gabriel! War against these spirits! War against these souls! Drive the seven mountains out of these ones. Now, this is the true preaching of the seven mountains. Seven torches burning. Lance Walno eats your heart out. This is driving the seven stars that fell from heaven that I saw as seven mountains that rose as a throne of God all the way up into heaven, which was the throne of Satan driven out of Christianity. 
This is what's wrong with America and why we can't defeat the Luciferians. Because right now they have you duped. They have you completely deceived to what's even Lucifer and what's Jesus Christ. And you need to use that terminology right now. This ain't a time to be goofy. This is a time for total war. This is the most serious time of the year of battle. Festival of Lights, Hanukkah. This time of this time of Christmas is the time that the enemy plans all of their strategies for the coming year of how they're going to oppress you, manipulate you, trade your souls, enslave you, tax you, take advantage of you, harm you, lie to you, enslave you, kill, steal, and destroy from all your American families. It's true. And I'm talking Bilderberg Group. I'm talking... The most evil wickedness you can't even imagine because all you people practice niceness. You need to practice righteousness and see this stuff. I'm telling you now, the enemy takes advantage of Christians in false kindness. Christians in false grace. Christians in false mercy. You quote, you quote the Bible in false love that allows the devil to still kill, kill, steal, and destroy. So what we're dealing with, this is it, going right for the jugular. Jupiter. Jesus. When you begin to deal and circumcise and cut off the false love, the areas in your life where you're tolerating the Satans, the areas of the interior castle that have seven stars that fell from heaven in it. Jesus is at the right hand of God. Which tells me, if we have Jesus in our souls and you awaken in your mind, you're going to see visions and dream dreams of Technicolor dream code of Joseph like you can't even imagine right now. Your problems go bye-bye. Your solutions go fly-fly. You have eagles. You have all kinds of powers, dominions, authorities, and mights of the kingdom of heaven warring through the 12 portals of your hearts and your minds. That's right. Seven interior castles plus five physical senses. Now, the Bible says, Genesis 14, Selah. It's so wild, man. It's so wild. <laughs> I'll be decreeing Enoch all weekend long for hours and hours and hours. Soon as I come in here, it's just like total opposition to the voice of God, to the oracle of God. You have no idea. I'll be vocal shouting the scriptures all weekend long. Soon as I come in here, they attack my voice, they attack my throat. It's like the total opposition opposition of the kingdom of hell opposing righteous preaching in here right now. You need to understand that. It's not okay. I need you to agree with the sword of fire. I need you to agree with Jesus. I need you to disagree with everything in your souls and burn everything in your souls on the altar of fire. I need you to stop resisting the Word of God. Amen. I thank you, Father, for a people that will present their soul to the seven spirits of God, like Jesus, 
like regular children of the kingdom of heaven and not fight and attack and curse the Holy Spirit, which is what we're facing. A people that hate, attack, and curse the seven spirits of God. They hate, attack, and curse the color of the soul of Jesus. There are prisoners of the seven stars. They're slaves, they're a circus show. And a round tree. You go into the dragon's lair. Guess what you find? The false bride. Married to Satan. You have to go to heaven to find the true bride that's having her eye sockets burnt out. But the false bride, no sanctification, no discipline, all antimony, all makeup. From the distance, the Bible says she looked perfect. Come and eat from this tree. Perfect in appearance. Externally perfect. Colossians 2. Apostle Paul says externally they appear righteous. Externally they appear perfect. Internally, Jesus said they are dead men's bones. The murder of the living. That's all that's in those that are caked in makeup. All that's in those whose souls are filled with the seven stars that fell from heaven. Understand that is what we are at war against by the seven stars of the seven warring angels, the watchers and the archangels of the heavens. That is what we are at war against in you. In you. We are at war against your souls. Amen. And if you allow Jesus, the captain of angel armies, to win against you, you get pinned, you get pegged like Jacob with a broken hip, representing commitment. That is the bride of Christ. They've wrestled with the seven stars and lost. If you are still out there winning, you are the bride of the Antichrist. This is the time of the false bride and the true bride, Jesus. Now, you can't have a true bride unless you reveal the false bride. Ain't that the truth? What is sanctification? Sanctification reveals all that is false in your entire spirit, soul, mind, and flesh. So that's why people don't like sanctification. They don't like to look bad. Give me something that makes me look good. Give me something that I can speak around the Christmas table with my family and impress their minds, impress their souls. In other words, you want witchcraft. You're seeking witchcraft to convince people through knowledge so they can perish through religion. If you seek righteousness, zero people pleasing ever, you please God. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. When you fear God, you don't consider disobedience. When you fear the seven spirits of God and you have a fear of the Lord before your eyes, the holy terror of God, the 14 commandments of severity of the new covenant. 
of the eternal covenant. 14 commandments of severity. And it's just one, the cross. They're all in the cross. The cross will terrorize every part of you that's not perfect. The cross will terrorize false light. The cross will terrorize false stars, false angels, false Christianity. You got selfishness, you got issues. God gave you one thing, an altar to burn them on. Throw yourself on the altar of Christ crucified and allow the Holy Ghost to take over your bodies. What did Stephen say to the servants of the fallen angels pretending to be the covenant people? You are the servants of Molech and Saturn and you always resist the Holy Spirit. And the commandment was given by angels on the mountain. He was showing everyone that they were selfish religionists and had no interest in serving God whatsoever. They wanted God to serve them. That's why Satan and his angels fell from heaven. The fallen angels exist because they wanted to be served instead of to serve. That's what sin is. Practicing sin is practicing soul getting served. Now, the apostle says, I'm the servant of all. Jesus Christ said, I did not come amongst you as kings, but as your servants. Even wearing $150,000 of clothes, he got on his knees and served his apostles and washed their feet. And it wasn't a religious act. It was teaching them that if you want to be great, use all this power to build others up in their spirit and kill everything else. Crucify everything else. Preach the cross. Preach self-denial. Preach the serving of the Father. If you serve the Father, you have the best, highest quality life, but you won't consider it because it's not your life even being lived. If that is your motivation, you are wicked servants. If your motivation is to be served, to improve your life, to have the mansion, to have the cars, you are not servants of God. You're servants of the devil. Jesus served not for unrighteous mammon and for riches that spoil, but for the pleasure of his Father. When you start pleasing the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit himself begins to add the world through the cross to you because now you're in the nature of Jesus who has earned everything from his Father by obedience, called co-heirs with Christ. And you are co-heirs if you serve his Father. If you're not, you have no inheritance. You're not even Christians. These selfish, evil, wicked liars every day come to me with bitterness in their tone, accusation in their tone, presumption, knowledge in their minds, Pharisees, scribes, teachers of the law, hypocrites, teachers of the New Testament, hypocrites. You come and you try to look perfect on the outside. You apply all of Paul's writings to your souls. But your souls are to be the animal sacrifice on the altar of fire. Your soul is not to be the beneficiary. The soul of God, which is the rainbow color of the fire of God, is the beneficiary. You are the sacrifice. 
God benefits. Amen. If you put God first, it's easy. If you are still first, you're an idolater. That's why it's hard to serve Christ. It's all about you. Comparisons, everything you think. I can't get my eyes off myself. I even come around teaching for me. When you most of you should be serving others by now. Building up others, teaching others, because your cross has crucified your souls. Corinth was three years old in Christ when Paul said, some of you ought to be teachers by now. Three! 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 They were three, but you are not mature yet. You haven't spoken wisdom. Why? Because you're selfish and you still use everything from God to build up your own souls instead of crucify them to be servants of the Word of God, servants of the Holy Spirit, branches of Father God's tree. What does a branch do? Absorbs the nutrients, absorbs the light, and benefits the trunk, benefits the tree. I am a benefit to God. I live for God. I don't live for myself. I don't live for others. I live for God. If God is not first, all of your love is vanity. You can't have a healthy relationship until the idolatry of the soul is rent asunder like a veil that must be torn. This is the circumcision of the soul, which is the heart. This is supposed to happen within months of believing in Jesus Christ. The timeline in the scriptures is clear. You come out of Egypt. You come out of Satan. You come out of darkness. You come out of the religion. Egypt is the place of all religion. Your Christianity is probably in Egypt. Selah. If this sounds foreign, Maybe you've never heard the gospel, actually, with your ears open. Maybe they've been stopped up with snakes. And you need Gabriel over the serpents to loose you from the Satans in you. So you can't hear correctly that God's trying to save you from your own soul. And your own soul is so lost, it's trying to just fill it with more dirt and dust. Just more teaching, more teaching, more teaching, more teaching. You know, the woman at the well had five minutes. Five minutes. The Bible says she went and turned five cities upside down. Five minutes. Five minutes. Why do you need an hour and a half every day to get better? Why don't you bear fruit with what you have? We are overfed and underwise. Overfed and under-crucified. It's because of a lack of crucifying with the Word of God that most of you have gotten head-heavy, where your ego is so big and the teaching just goes into your ego, none of it ever touches your own spirit because your whole soul is filled with Satan. Your whole soul is filled with fallen angels and false light and seven stars and false blood of Jesus, red magic. Red stars, wickedness, selfishness, and then 
automatically every time when the soul gets filled with seven stars that fell from heaven and false external bewitchment, the demons just lie to you and you eat their food, <clears throat> you drink their wine, every single time you get rebellion. No exception. You will always have immorality, alcohol, you'll have some kind of secret sin, pornography, lust, evil desires, because in your heart, the stars in you are Satan. The soul was created to be filled with God the Father's light. God the Father's light is the promise of the rainbow. If the soul doesn't have the creative light of the Father's spirit in it, the soul progressively dies and the soul progressively grows in deception. They go from bad to worse. They go from deceived to delusional. That's why by the time they betray me, I've usually been working on them for six months and a year and they stopped listening months ago, months. And you can't even reach them anymore because everything in them is the devil. It starts with the entry of the five senses, temptation, selfishness, bless your little family. They don't really care about you. They're not your real family. Take care of number one, self-preservation. I don't trust anyone. My brother and sister have been mean to me growing up. How can I trust them now? My father and mother betrayed me. How can I trust an apostolic father and mother? I don't trust anyone. Always self-protected, self-preserved. You have your guard up all the time. So the only entrance into that person's soul must be the cross. They need to be slaughtered. They have trust issues. Amen. Is being wounded an excuse before God? No. No. It's pride. Jesus was wounded for your transgressions. Amen. Jesus was slain for you. He was wounded, pierced, crucified, crown of thorns, tormented, tortured. The perfect Lamb of God was wounded so that you would have no self-pity, so that you would have no shame. He was crucified naked. There was no loincloth. So all the sexually immoral sins of the bride would be removed from you today. In the day of hearing the word, you are saved instantly. If you self-protect and say, I have to progressively rub this stuff off and scrub it with the cross does it all at once did jesus have a progressive 30 years of dying on the cross what's wrong with you man one day once one day use it today you got to do it daily because you need it fresh through the soul but it was once and for all not a continual suffering of piercing and thorns it's crucified now practice crucifixion with his life pouring through you it's not even a suffering love no it's a joyful love it's a joyful place the cross now in the preaching of the cross now is the throne of the lamb throne of the lamb glory <laughs> Riko shikarate. Riko ri. See, karate, I speak in Japanese in my tongue sometimes. Coming at you. 
Kung Fu. Pai Mei Glory. I'm telling you now, I only said that because my tongues in Japanese said karate. Okay? If you speak in tongues, have an interpretation. Holy Ghost! <laughs> Prophet once said to me, Do you realize, Brandon, when you speak in tongues, you're often speaking in Japanese? I said, I like that. That's wonderful. Amen. It's from all the anime when I was a kid and an adult. I love anime. <laughs> Oftentimes, the desires of your crucified heart have you interceding for realms that God has placed inside your invincible spirit. God loves giving you the desires of your heart. As long as your heart's crucified, circumcised, it's the heart and the desires of God himself. The issue is peeling everything else off. So you can't see anything other than God. Matthew 5, the pure in heart see God. Have you ever seen God? Is it just the apostle that sees God? Not what Jesus said. Everyone pure sees God. That's what Jesus Christ said. The reason you don't? Because you're immoral. Because your hearts are filled with lust. Your minds are filled with perversion and lust. Truth anyhow. So the word of God terminates lust. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. The holiness of Christ crucified. This holiness is beauty itself. This holiness is the manifest Shekinah glory. Listen, there has been some holiness during the church age. To deny that is madness. But compared to where we're going, we have never even seen holiness. We don't even know what it is. That's Randy Savage in 19 right there. Yeah. Breaking him off a of Slim Jim. Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> Holiness is what we need. Holiness is what we long for. Amen. Now, holiness is altogether separated from the beast, which is self. Come out from amongst her and be separate, declares the Lord. That's what the Bible says. Who is she? The woman of immorality. The woman of Proverbs 7. Jezebel. The temptation of all lust of the eyes and lust of the flesh. That none of you have overcome. True. When you overcome, listen man. When you overcome... You'll be ruling over planetary systems. Whoa! Crazy, Brandon. Nope. Jesus Christ, red letters. Revelation chapter 2. When you overcome Jezebel, Jesus said, I will give you the bright morning star. I will give you the sun. I'll give you the day star. I'll give you the planetary systems. I'll give you the world power. That's what Jesus Christ promised to those who overcome Jezebel in Revelation chapter 2. The fact that we don't have ruling planetary powers, ruling cosmic powers, shows you how little overcomers we actually have down here. 
and the reason why we don't understand how to go up through terminating everything in our soul. We have gravity weighing us down through white stars, black stars, and red stars of Lucifer, Pan, and Molech of Satan's kingdom in the world. So there's a downward pressure. I'm condemned. I'm never good enough. I can't measure up to the sermon, even the sermon tonight. No matter how apostolic it gets, I just don't get it. I can't understand. I can't apply it to me. It's a downward Luciferian pressure from the red dragon. You need the up pressure of the resurrection and the life. You already have it. You're simply bewitched. You're full of Satan. Truth in hell. Jesus said, everyone born again is filled with the Godhead. Right? Colossians 2.10, you are made full with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and have reached full spiritual stature. Well, I'm just a little peon. Jesus, you're attached to Jesus. Jesus is in full spiritual stature. If there's a separation, a duality, you have Satan in you. You can't disciple Satan. You're never going to grow unless you get Satan and that duality off of you. It's not that you need that refined and discipled. You need it burnt off of you. It's the devil. It's a goat. It's a golden image. It's a golden calf. God the Father said, Luke 15, the calf had to die. That's the lust in your souls, the black stars in all your souls must die with Jesus. Now the Bible says the goat had to die for the older prodigal. That's the white stars in the soul. Amen. White and black sorcery. That's what the checkered board of Satan's turban, false Jesus, is. Hello! And they're drunk on the red stars, which is the blood of the saints. So they're practicing sorcery and the knowledge of good and evil in their souls under the fallen angels, murdering the prophets, resisting the prophets, always disobeying the prophets every single day, every single season. It's true. You know it's true with everyone except Jesus in you. Some of you are like, well, I'm giving 20%. Jesus gave 20%. You simply yielded your body. Your body is the temple of Jesus. Give Jesus the glory. Stop robbing Jesus in you of his glory. Why do you want glory for your soul? That's the serving of the fallen angels. Everything he uses you for. Listen, guys, I'll tell you this. I love practicing what I preach. Not one word I've ever said to any of you. I haven't applied sevenfold to myself. So get over it. Now, Jesus was talking to me in the name of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and he was saying, you have to get the devil out of him. <laughs> you have to drive out this white magic out of their souls. Your souls are filled with false light. You have to burn true light. What is true light? Agape? The cross. The sacrifice of the soul is the only way to have ever-increasing glory. You've watched it. People come to a place where they stop giving the glory 
all the stuff that comes in, I'll tell you what I do. I love giving all of it. I go right like this, put it right into his throne. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Out of your innermost being flows rivers, which means if you give it to God in your innermost being, you are giving him all the glory directly onto his throne. And people are so bewitched, they think you're taking the glory. Christ in you, the hope of realizing the glory. Stop condemning the spirit of glory. Stop attacking the spirit of Christ's glory. Christ in you, Colossians says, and you give him the glory. The throne of God is inside men, Revelation says. Are you serving that throne? You need to. That's what being alive is all about. (laughs) Serving the throne in your spirit at the expense of your soul, no matter what. No questions asked. No excuses. You just bow to Jesus. You just serve Jesus every day. No matter what you go through, no matter how hard it is, no matter how misunderstood it is, no matter how much they hate you, no matter how much they misunderstand you, no matter how much they don't even get it, and yet they call themselves Christians, all of these things that souls do in a state of bewitchment, it's all sin. You, when you take all of that suffering pain of dealing with wicked sinners and tormented every day by serving the throne of Jesus, you take that and you use it as a pressure to slaughter your feelings even more into God. Jesus was made perfect through what he suffered. What was the suffering? Loving his father, surrounded by people who hated his father. Right? They hated If you love me, you love my father. Why are you trying to murder me? It is written. Because you hate me and you hate my father. Your father is the devil. Jesus Christ. Red letters. It's true with every selfish soul's father. If you're uncircumcised of soul, the part of you that is still self-conscious is only fathered by Satan constantly. God's not even involved in any of that. You think God is to father your soul? Antichrist. God is the father of spirits and soul is the animal sacrifice. You are not yet Christians. Truth anyhow. God is the father of spirits. Spirit grows in fire. This is the altar. This is the cross. This is where the word of God grows up. And anytime the word grows up in spirit, fire intensifies and it burns up the animal soul. Anything. Birds, beasts, reptiles, bloody Nile. What's in the Nile? Birds, beasts, reptiles, human blood, human soul, human nations. Dash the nations to pieces like pottery. Real Christianity. The cross using it to slaughter everything in you so it automatically raises an external judgment towards Satan around you by the same judgment you have towards yourself. That's what Jesus said. The judgment you have towards others will be the judgment you apply to yourself and your words will be your judges. Now the word of God is judge, king of kings. You can't get a greater judge than Jesus, white throne, judgment seat of Jesus Christ. And it's the word of God that judges. Everything else is a lie. So we allow the word mixed with our spirit, wanting it to judge the white stars, the black stars, the red stars, all the fallen angels, all the antimony, 
All the pan, all the lust, all the pride, all the sorcery, all the witchcraft, all the selfishness, all of it to be terminated in us constantly. That is the only way you'll ever grow from glory to glory. Amen? <laughs> so we have seven torches burning. Where? In your spirit. In your spirit. Seven spirits of God. God is spirit. John 4, 24. I cannot speak to you as mature because you're not spiritual. You're carnal, which is demonic. To be carnally minded is to be demons. The whole demonic realm encases and kills the divine intelligence. Awaken your spirit and burn the demon off of you. Many shall arise from the demons. Daniel 12, or dust of the earth. Same thing. Genesis 3, you'll crawl on your belly and eat dust all your days. It is written, dust is the realm of demons. Dirt is the realm of sin that fallen angels eat inside the soul, drunk on the blood of the saints, eating the soul. This is a pig trough of devils unless it's circumcised. Why do you think demons come around you? They're not warring against you half the time. They're eating out of your soul like a pig trough of poison. The Bible says the fallen angels are drunk on human blood. That's scripture now. Devils eat out of the seven interior castles. This is either a marriage supper of the Lamb or a marriage supper of Satan. And there's nothing in between. You have seven castles. All of your souls are exactly the same size. A soul is a soul. You know that. Now the issue is what's eating out of your soul? If anything is in the soul, except Christ and Him crucified, you are feeding demons constantly. That's why there's never-ending demons around here. Because your hearts are full of dark stars, white stars, red stars, which means you're all murderers. If you have despised and murdered a prophet, your whole heart is filled with red stars. That's why they do it. They get tempted to be promoted by murdering me. And they do it like it's nothing. They don't do it for 30 pieces of silver. They do it for three cents. Because it fills their souls with demonic energy. The wages of sin. Death's power. And they like that red magic from murdering the prophets in this generation. And that's all they do day and night. Truth anyhow. Once you're slain with Christ, Christ in you is a prophet. Now you have fellowship prophet to prophet. Truth anyhow. Did you not receive Jesus into your hearts? Does the Bible say Jesus is a great white eagle? It does. An eagle flying midair, preaching eternal gospel. Jesus is Lord. Amen? Amen. Jesus is a prophet. You have him in you. Let him rise at the expense of your souls. Wow! Burn it all out. 
white stars, black stars, red stars, the whole kingdom of Satan, everything through every planetary system, every elevation, all of Jacob's ladder, all the witchcraft of religion, all the witchcraft and rebellion of perversion and immorality, all idolatry. You can burn it out of all your souls by the seven spirits of God and be raptured through crucifixion. The cross is going to rapture you. Half of you, but outside the cross, when you go through it, boom! Whoa! There's going to be a hatching. I'm telling you now, you allow this word to kill your fears, your contracts with demons, your bloodline curses, all the garbage you filled your soul with in false identity. Like, I'm just this identity. You have no identity except Christ. There is no identity on earth of any age that's the real you. It's all lies. Your only identity is hidden with God in Christ. You are completely angel. Jesus is the angel of the Lord. You are fully second Adam, life-giving spirit. Anything your brain identifies with under the Father's Son be burnt out of you today. Just burn it all out. A new identity. When the old goes away, you begin to see the new come forth today. What is the new? The Word of God in your hearts. The new creature is a product of the living Word. The new creature is fully the Word of God. That's true. First John says you're born again of the incorruptible seed of the Word of God. They cannot sin. That part of you that is born of the Word, if it eats the Word, grows in the Word, the Word of God will completely terminate the words of Satan. The Word of God is stronger than the devil. It requires the soul, the flesh, the blood, the bones in agreement with the Word in your spirit for your spirit man to be stronger than your carnal man. If any of you are carnal, fast and build up your spirit. Feast on the Word, fast the flesh. Truth in you. God had me fast water only every other day for six months once when I was young in the Lord. God had me do five-year Nazarite vow to destroy vanity and any external appearances. No shaving, no beard, just totally homeless guy for five years after I was had a haute couture Italian collection in college. When I went to the second-hand store, it was the, sing the single biggest payout of money for clothing in the history of their company. $10,000 wardrobe of all made in Italy my senior year of college. I sold everything I had and started from zero in the dumpsters when I graduated college. Because God told me to. I want to teach you faith. I want to teach you. Now, God didn't ask you to do that. God asked me to do that. I did that. And I obeyed God. And I had rewards every season through radical obedience, through radical commandments. It was awesome serving God not knowing where the money was going to come, envelopes appearing on my bed, all kinds of wild signs, miracles, and wonders, constantly living by faith, not by sight, no consistency, no backup plan, 
I never relied on anyone else. I supported my dad down in Mexico. These wicked liars are saying my dad supported me. That's what some of these evil spirits are saying in Minneapolis. He's just his daddy's boy, his just rich kid from his dad. I supported my dad. I gave my dad $80,000 to build his place down in Mexico. I paid for half of it. I supported my dad. <laughs> I didn't live off my dad. These people are nuts. They literally lie about me constantly. The little support I could have had from my family here, they terminated right away when they saw like, oh man, I'm, Brandon's just bl blinging out, you know, like can't even give to the poor in that ministry. Listen, I haven't had any help except from God. God has been my only helper. I've only known rejection, persecution, betrayal, withholding, and neglect constantly. With Jesus alone, and brothers and sisters sometimes yielded to Jesus. To Jesus be the glory in your hearts. Truth anyhow. No one has ever done anyone anything for me or you except Jesus through crucifixion. That's how we grow in rewards as co-heirs with Christ. And the treasure gets amassed. The wisdom gets huge when you realize it's just Jesus getting formed inside these temples. So now Jesus is God. Jesus is rich. Jesus is king. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is eagle, lion, ox, man, ruler of the world, ruler of universes, ruler of planetary systems, ruler of powers and angels and dominions, ruler of everything. It's Jesus growing up in us so that no one can boast before the Father. I did something that wasn't Jesus. Jesus stepped down from the throne. It's my turn to sit on the throne. You know, that's how we are. Did you get my $500 donation? I got Jesus's donation, you thieves. If it's not Jesus's money, you haven't even brought your money into the kingdom. It's all Jesus. Come on. If you haven't given your money into the kingdom, you haven't given your hearts, it is written. That's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with an immoral people that try to be good spiritually, but disobey physically and financially, which is high treason. The New Testament says the greatest evil is financial disobedience and this false bride out here makes it not even a sin don't even mention it it's not a big deal false love obedience to fallen angels constantly keeping your treasury in the kingdom of satan because your money does not yet belong to the lord because your heart doesn't either troth anyhow when your heart does, your money effortlessly flows like a river and can be increased by angels. Angels do all the works when you're in the kingdom and you'll be angel doing more works than all of them. Ah! Amen. <laughs> Woo! Glory. <laughs> Jesus. Amen.
Now, I'm not gonna read to you Enoch 46 today, maybe tomorrow. Whew, man. The furnace is broken in this place and it's 65 degrees, but I feel like it's 5,000 Celsius in here right now. It's like spontaneous combustion of the fire of God. This is the strongest fire I've ever felt in my life. I release this fire into your souls. Let it burn the red magic of the red dragon out of all your souls. You take out Balaam and all these souls, the black and white goes automatically. Bind the strong man, the whole house is freaking cleansed. Amen. Amen. So right now, let this fire, this red holy fire of God, the fire of the Father's holiness, let it be poured like hot fire from the Father's heart into all your brains, into all your souls. Just release it into your bowels. You can be crucified with fire. Baptism of fire is the wisdom of the ages. So the color, these seven stars of Jesus, not the seven stars of Satan. Satan's a counterfeiter, so he has seven stars. But Jesus has seven stars in his right hand, Revelation 2. This is the color of the Father's fire. The glory is color inside the Father's heart. It's not just white. White is his outside. On the inside, it's color. His castles, his fire is color. His glory is colorful. It's creative color glory. Amen. This is the fire that we want to baptize your souls in and let it fill your spirits too. You can be under the covering of Father God as your apostle. You can grow up under all the color of the cloud of God's fire from birth as a Christian. In the coming days, people will be raised in perfection. Truth in you. In the coming days, you're not going to deal with the apostasy of all the, the white and black and red magic of Satan's seven mountains of seven stars that fell from heaven pretending to be Christianity in the kingdom and the charismatic church. You ain't going to have that in the coming years. It's being terminated by this kind of preaching. In the coming years, people will all practice righteousness. In the coming years, they'll all practice the Father's true fire inside their whole soul. And everyone will know their place in the kingdom and will be happy and blessed in who they were created to be with no competition, no comparisons, no jealousy, no envy, no strife, no greed, no idolatry, no more, no immorality, no devils, no sorcery. You're going to have a sorcery free world. This is the angelic paddle, the beast, the flesh, the unrenewed mind, the uncircumcised Christian heart. The immoral, idolatrous church of America is under the sun, sleeping. There's an angelic war that's being fought above the sun by angel-like children of the resurrection. You are called to war. This is a summon for battle. 
You think it's a summon for partying? You're being summoned to war as citizens of the kingdom of heaven. You're being called to your white horses. You're being called to arms. Called to your battle gear. Called to helmets. Called to spears, bows, and swords. The full armory of the Father in the rainbow stars of his fire to prepare you to fight the black and the white and the red of Satan and Molech and Pan and every demon that opposes the wisdom of God. Every demon that opposes the righteousness of Jesus Christ be accursed into the abyss. Be slaughtered out of all souls in the world. Dash the nations filled with sorcery to pottery and all that belongs to the devil will go into the Dead Sea out of the earth. The time of the earth being steeped in sorcery is over. The time of the earth baptized in Father God's rainbow fire has come! Come! In Jesus' name, get some! Jesus, I just curse all of the stealing against Red Letter Ministries and PayPal and all the internet and Venmo and all financial economic buying power, digital currency, fiat, gold, silver, and all the money that's being withheld from demon spirits in our windows and doors by the accursed bride of Satan, who never stops cursing the true bride of Christ and her cross night and day. Let them be torn down in their gates and their posts and all their anointed sorceries slaughtered into the abyss. And let all the windows and the doors of finances be loose, open for Red Letter Ministries and this apostleship of Brandon and Rebecca Barthrop and let the doors never be closed again by any magic arts, by Jesus's blood and by Jesus's angels and by the holy will of God the Father through all the heavens and all the earth. Amen. Amen.
Majesty, worship his majesty.
Yeah.